This is Morgan Hazelwood, back again with more writing tips and writerly musings. Today, I'm here to share with you what fan fiction can teach genre writers. Welcome to part 10, oh my god, 10, of my Worldcon Conzealand panel write-ups. The panelists for the titular panel were Susanna Polo as moderator, Brent Lambert, Ira Alexandra, Jess Weaver, and Alexandra Rowland. The panel description was as follows. <clears throat> Fan fiction's popularity continues to grow, tapping into the special creative connection between authors and fans. What is it about this literary nexus that is so fascinating and stimulating for fans? And what might authors have to learn from the fans who write it? So, fan fiction, for those of you who are unfamiliar, are stories written by fans of books or television shows or movies or games or whatever um, that expand and reinterpret the stories that the author presented. The official material is known as canon with one N, not talking about the large guns. <laughs> so while fanfic has often been seen as fringe, even within the French genres, these days, more and more professionally published authors are admitting to either having written some in the past or actively writing fanfic. In fact, an archive of our own, or AO3, a website that hosts fanfiction from any writer that creates an account, won the Hugo in 2019 for best fan work. Fanfiction as a derivative work is definitely becoming more accepted. So first, let's talk about what draws people to fanfiction. Well, there are tons of draws for both readers and writers of fanfic to enjoy. Obviously, the first and foremost are more nuanced explorations of the characters in the worlds they adore. Next, unapologetically weird stories freed from market pressure. Uh, fanfiction also is a community with a certain level of acceptance of that weirdness and letting people do their own things and follow their own interests and explore. Um, and, and part of that can lend to a sense of found family and community. Fanfic is a way to explore the what-ifs. It can also turn conventional stories into far more diverse ones, giving more people representation. And fanfic, despite some stereotypes, the quality is often on par with non-fanfic writing. Uh, for writers, part of the appeal can be that uh, writing for fandoms has a pre-existing fan base where original fanfic has to create that fan base from scratch. And of course, people get into fanfic because of the pure joy of sharing things you love. So, we can't talk about popular fanfic tropes, though, without talking about slash fiction. In the days of yore, when fanfiction was originally shared online, it would often have the name of the main characters it featured with little 
slashes in between their names, like Kirk slash Spock or what have you. And one very popular subgenre of fan fiction arose called slash fiction, in which canonically straight characters were shown in non-straight relationships. This type of fanfic was very common, especially uh, in the days when that sort of sexual preference was hidden in the subtext, if included at all. And some of these stories were sweet crushes, some were romantic stories, and some were straight up smut. So the stereotype of slash fiction is fandom is all gay porn. So other tropes you see are characters that are always saving the world written into calm coffee shop sort of scenes or slice of life stories. Fan fiction really enjoys the contrast. It likes taking characters from action heavy stories and putting them in quiet fanfic and the reverse. Fan fiction enjoys crossovers what would happen if character from fandom A met character from fandom B, like Doctor Who and Buffy or what have you? Other popular tropes are, but there was only one bed, friends to lovers, the slow burn, and of course the canonically divergent, but what if X had never happened or Y had? So, Let's talk about what a writer can learn from fanfic. I mean, that was the title of the panel. The biggest thing many writers learn is how to accept constructive criticism and how to deal with non-constructive criticism. When you're putting your work out there, either in its entirety or a chapter at a time, you're getting likes and comments and hopefully unabashed love. But while the readers love, hopefully, both the source material and your stories, and they honestly just typically want the best and nuanced, most nuanced reflection of the canonical work, their comments can be biting. But you have to think about it this way. Fanfic, at its heart, can also be a deep criticism of the canonical work in prose format. So, Writing fanfic teaches, besides dealing with criticism, both constructive and not, how characters work, pacing, what excites readers and keeps them coming back. It lets them experiment with voices and styles and genres. Plus, as we said, there's plenty of tough love for grammar and that sort of thing. So, now let's get a little, little, little iffy writers and their own fanfiction communities. Writers have historically had a fraught history with fanfic. While some writers have embraced it, see the Lovecraft universe, some revile it, wanting complete control over their created works and characters, and some have kind of done both. Legal disputes over the original author using plots similar to those found in fanfiction of their works have led to many authors feeling compelled to ban others from playing in their creative worlds. Otherwise, if fanfic covers it, they can't take their story there. The panelists shared a story from a guy who had been really active in the Marvel fanfic community, and the community was thrilled when he got a job actually writing for 
Marvel and they cheered. And then Marvel found out he'd been active in the Marvel fanfic community and withdrew the offer. So fanfic can still be kind of fraught to let people know. So let's talk about should you read your own fanfic? It might be a bad idea. Once you put your story, your world out there, the ideas belong a little bit to every reader. The experience of their connection to your book belongs to them. And being told that their reading of your book was wrong invalidates that experience. In the fan fiction community, there is a belief that your work lives beyond you and can exist on whole ecosystems of beliefs. And that two views can be valid at the same time without invalidating each other. But it can be a struggle to internalize and balance other people's opinions about your works and their vision. Of course, there are some writers who write fanfiction of their own stories, things that let them explore the what-ifs of taking characters and or the whole story in different directions. As one of the panelists shared, it can give you the space to be black or queer or both or something entirely different. It can be healing to do your own fanfic. It'll it it can kind of counterbalance all the work you do to make it palatable to the market and remind you what it's like to write something that's not beholden to anyone except maybe that like button. Fanfic is fulfilling the role of folk art in our modern culture. We have a need for communal stories and this lets us explore that. Now, copyright allows people to make money and own their own story and canon. So let me know, have you written fanfic? Have people written fanfic about your original works? And that's all for today. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, hit that subscribe button and share it with all your friends. It goes a long way towards helping people find me. And I'll be back again next Monday with more writing tips and writerly musings. Bye-bye.